The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. on the Central Coast. Now, this Tuesday, February 28th, 2023, I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition of Hometown Radio. Thanks for joining us. We are busy this afternoon. Let's dive right in. The second half of this hour, we'll put the spotlight on our friends at the Central Coast Veterans Memorial Museum. They have a big exhibit coming up. First, though, let us uh, welcome back our uh, elected representative, the Honorable Congressman Salute Carbajal, who, by the way, is also a military veteran. He joins us now. Congressman, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dave. How are you? We're good, sir. Thank you for making the time to be with us. There's so much we want to ask you. Anytime. I'll, I'll start with a general question. There have been some changes at, work, at your work in the last two months. How's it going with uh, Speaker McCarthy and the uh, Republicans now in control? Well, the Republicans have a very, very slim majority, uh, which was not expected. Uh, they thought they were going to have a huge majority. And as such, I think with a small majority, they are having their growing pains. Uh, they are trying to reconcile and find common ground with those on, on, that are moderates and those that are on the extreme right. And they're finding that it's governing takes a lot more skill and it, it's a lot more entailed in reaching compromise and common ground. So I think we're not going to see a whole lot on the House floor because uh, they're not able to come together on a lot of things that they want to do. They're, they're very divided. And, but keep in mind, Dave, I've been here before. Yeah. I, when I first came to Congress, uh, I was in the minority in, in Congress. Uh, in the House, uh, the Senate was also Republican, and the and the White House was in Republican hands. So, I, I know what it what it, how it is. And despite that, even though it changed every Congress since then, uh, it, it until I was in the full majority with uh, all of Congress as Democrats and the White House in Democrat hands, I know what it's like being in a divided Congress. And you know. Getting things done nonetheless, being effective is really the goal that I have. How do I find common ground with uh, Democrats and Republicans to move things forward? And, um, you know, there's a, a number of must-pass bills that will have to be moved forward. This Congress, like the National Defense Authorization Act, the uh, Federal Aviation Act, the Farm Bill, the... Uh, Water Resource Development Act and appropriations that we have to move every year, every term, no matter what. So it lends itself to continue discussions and compromise, uh, whether we like it or not. We just heard the president on ABC News call out the Republicans saying that they're threatening to cut to vital health programs and social programs. How much of that is rhetoric, Congressman? How much of that is genuine concern? 
Well, you know, we've heard a lot of different uh, proposals. We've heard proposals to cut Social Security and Medicare. Now they know how that resonated with seniors in the United States and everybody in America saying, don't you dare do that. Now they're pivoting to other social programs. Uh, they are trying to find a way to, to save face, to say that they're cutting after years of control that they had where they completely eviscerated the deficit and our national debt, but now selectively they have become fiscally conservative again. But they're just identifying a, a, a number of social programs that they're saying they would like to cut. And I th a lot of it is rhetoric. It's trying to save face, but at the end of the day, uh, it's part of the ongoing negotiation that they're going to try to put forward uh, as we move forward uh, in the House of Representatives. But keep in mind, the Senate is still in the control of the Democrats. The White House is still in control of Democrats. So they will just be uh, an, a, another factor in the negotiation. But are they in control uh, other than being a factor in negotiation? Absolutely not. Hmm. Speaking of the president, uh, have you taken a position yet on, on supporting President Biden for re-election congressman? Do you want him to run again? Uh, do you, you think know, he should if, run again? If President Biden decides to run again, as he says he's going to do, I will be 100 percent supportive of his uh, bid to run again for Congress. I mean, for the for president. Uh, you should know if, if, if we've forgotten that he has had one of the most productive uh, terms as Congress in just two years. We passed the American Rescue Plan, which pulled us out finally out of uh, the pandemic uh, challenge we were having by providing help for businesses, institutions, individuals, governments. Uh, we passed the bipartisan infrastructure law, which is now modernizing our infrastructure, uh, roads, bridges, broadband, uh, the grid, uh, electric, electricity grid. We passed the IRA, Inflation Reduction Act, which reduces prescription drug costs for seniors on Medica Medicare, and it also invests in renewable energy and retrofitting our homes to make sure we're using renewable energy and we're less dependent on less dependent on oil. Uh, we've also passed the Chips and Science Act to bring and onshore the development of semiconductors and certain technologies and build the STEM workforce in our country, not to mention uh, increased benefits for our veterans and gun violence safety laws that we passed. But let me conclude. 12 million new jobs in just two years, more than any president in decades has been able to do in four years. Not to mention we are having one of the lowest unemployment since 1969. 1969. You've got to hand that to the president. I think you've These are major successes. I think you've made his defense. one of the most administrations we've had. All right, we're in conversation with uh, Congressman Salute Kerbohol. So the other pressing co uh, topic, Congressman, is obviously Ukraine. Speaking of what's happening in the House, as you're well aware, there's a movement on the part of some Republicans to either limit funding, to cut funding. They're concerned that we're getting too involved with Ukraine. Where are you on this? Well, I sit on the House Armed Services Committee, and I visited Ukraine right before the war started in December, and I recently went again in December, uh, where we had to take a train from Poland into Kiev, uh, Ukraine. We met with uh, officials from our embassy, from uh, Ukraine, 
uh, government officials. We met with our State Department uh, folks. And really to see how all the aid and weapons that we are providing to Ukraine to make sure that it's being used effectively and that it's being tracked uh, to make sure that there's no corruption. That is the big issue that we're all concerned and, and, and watching and making sure it doesn't happen. But at the end of the day, Putin's illegal invasion of Russia is concerning. And we need to make sure that we stand with our allies in supporting Ukraine to send the message to Putin that this will not stand. And we've got to help Ukraine uh, be strong and be able to stand up to Russia so that they have, could have a strong negotiating hand to end this war, to make it so obvious to Putin that the only course of action he really has is to end the war. And working to impose the sanctions that we have are really important. What about sending fighter jets? Well, I think this administration has really uh, identified the type of weapons and equipment that Ukraine needs. Fighter jets, we could get there someday, but to train uh, the pilots, to develop the depots, maintenance depots, uh, it would take minimum eight months to a year. And so it's easier said than done. Let's send jets. Well, are they going to sit? On the tar on the tarmac, uh, it, it takes more than just sending something that they need to be trained on. They need to have the infrastructure and the maintenance um, capabilities to maintain those. It's just not as easy as sending them uh, if they're not going to be used. So what we're sending is the types of air defenses, the types of missiles, the types of weapons that they could use now in defending and going on the offensive against Russia. And, and to to prevail. And so what becomes the end game? At, at what point is, does this end? Are we looking well, for I Russia's withdrawal? Help, help Ukraine be in the strongest position to be able to negotiate with Putin and into this war. To demonstrate to Putin such losses and also the sanctions that we're implementing. To really make them understand and realize that the only and the best way to really uh, the course of action to take is to end the war. That's what we could do is support Ukraine, working with our allies. And by the way, Russia's already lost. They lost by not being able to take on Ukraine immediately as they thought they would. They lost in, in they were thinking they were going to divide the West. They didn't. They lost in 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 in, in having us unite uh, as, with our allies uh, in NATO, they, they've lost in so many different ways that they've already lost. If anything, they're trying to save face, and we're trying to help Ukraine uh, help them get to a point where Putin and the Russian people could put pressure on Putin and make sure that he brings his war to an end. As we wrap this up, Congressman, I want to make sure you have a chance to address something you must certainly be hearing about from the constituents. High energy prices, whether it's the price of natural gas to gas at the pump. What's the concern and what are you doing about it? Well, for starters, I certainly understand uh, what people are experiencing. I myself, my own family, uh, my neighbors, uh, people I've talked to, uh, we've seen those gas bills. We know that uh, they're still too high. And so, but we're talking about 
natural gas at homes because certainly the oil uh, and the inflation in other respects has gone down. As a matter of fact, the cost of oil right now is the same cost before the invasion of, of, of Russia on Ukraine. So we're back to those prices. But as it relates to natural gas in our homes, I certainly understand. I know the bills because we saw our bill double. And what I've done is uh, joined a number of my colleagues, and we sent a letter to the California Public Utilities Commission asking them to investigate. Uh, natural gas prices throughout the United States have gone down dramatically. But somehow in California, they've, they've even doubled. So we're asking for an investigation immediately. It's not a question of if. There has been some kind of of. Uh, something going on, but we're asking the uh, Federal uh, Energy Commission to ensure to look into whether there's been unfair market manipulation or anti-competitive practices by the gas uh, companies. Do you think there is? What's your gut tell you? Uh, Well, my gut tells me there is, uh, because... It, it, if there was a good reason, they would have put it on on, on the front counter immediately. All right. Congressman Carbajal, I know you need to leave. I got thirty seconds for a final thought, sir. Well, first of all, thank you for uh, an opportunity to connect with you and to speak to my constituents via your uh, radio show. Uh, I just want to let the Central Coast know how privileged I feel to be able to represent them in Washington, and how I'm working hard every day trying to work in a bipartisan fashion to find common ground, to bring solutions, and to address the many challenges and issues that we face on the Central Coast and in our country. And I'm very grateful for that opportunity. And we're grateful for this opportunity to speak with you. Thank you, Congressman. Stay well, stay in touch. Thank you very much. All right, sir. Thank you. It is 320 on News Talk 920 KVEC. You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show. Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars up above in your eyes. And while we're doing some housekeeping here, let me have a second to remind you and invite you to please sign up for the KVC Daily Update presented by our friends at Stolberg and Tatum Law and the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze. It's a really good deal. People are always saying, hey, Dave, uh, next time you have... Uh, blank on, can you let me know? And I say, you know, it's even easier. You can sign up for the KVC Daily Update. You just go to our website at 920kvec.com. You'll see the link to the KVC Daily Update. Just click on it. And every weekday morning, we'll shoot you an email. And it will have uh, Scott Taylor local news headlines. It will have the complete weather forecast, which this time of year, you want to know if it's going to snow or rain, and my schedule for the day on Hometown Radio, so you will know in advance who's coming on at what time. It could not be any easier. 920kvc.com, get the KVC Daily Update. One more way, we all stay connected. After news, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to put the spotlight on the Central Coast Veterans Memorial Museum. They have a big exhibit coming up, the Wall That Heals. They're bringing the Vietnam Wall here, a facsimile of it, obviously. And uh, they need some volunteers. It's uh, great that we're going to have this, but in order for the exhibit to come off successfully, the Veterans Memorial Museum needs some help. So we'll hear about that. 
During the 4 o'clock hour, our local bibliophile, Susan Hoffman, returns. She's been quite busy reading some fascinating books, and she will share those with you. I've also been reading, so I'll throw a couple in the mix. Lance Parker will uh, provide the uh, counterpoint to Congressman Carbajal at 5 o'clock. You know Lance, classic libertarian. Well, Lance is going to argue that government repeatedly, particularly at the federal level, has failed to deliver on their promises and that you can't depend upon government for solutions to practical problems. And then at 6.05, Rick Bruce talks about the uneasy relationship between baby boomers and millennials and Gen Zers, Gen Xers, whatever the heck they are. He's a father, so he has that perspective. Uh, a couple special shows coming up on this broadcast. Uh, tomorrow we've got uh, Jeff Bliss. We haven't heard from Mr. Bliss in 2023. We will rectify that tomorrow. We'll also talk about the upcoming Central Coast Follies and give away some free tickets to that show. Lloyd Tanner will officially unveil the new schedule for Festival Mosaic, which returns, I believe, in July. Jill Stearns, the president of Cuesta College, will make her first appearance on the show Thursday. It's my bad. I've been meaning forever to have her on the show, and we finally got around to, to inviting her. And she's bringing with her Pat Mullen, wearing his hat as a trustee from Quest College. Bob Cam is also going to join us on Thursday, one of my favorite guests over the years. Uh, Bob has done so many things in his career, but we want to talk with Bob about what it is like to be a man today and what we are doing and not doing when it comes to raising boys, shall we say, into men. It's going to be a very important discussion. Dr. Steve Sainsbury will be with us on Monday. Former President Carter has entered hospice. What exactly does that mean? I know people don't like to talk about death, but we need to talk about death. Uh, on the Solberg Tatum text line, uh, we have two listeners complaining about Congressman Carbajal. And the third one uh, appreciates Carbajal. His presence is very helpful. He was there when we had flooding in January. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. All right, off we go. We've got news and traffic and weather. Central Coast Veterans Memorial Museum, followed by books, followed by Lance Parker, followed by Rick Bruce. I call that Hometown Radio. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.